Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are discussing a commission episode. 2021 was a return to form for Marvel and gave us so many properties, and uh, we figured it's time to rank them. All that and more of this that we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And in our producer chair today, we have the lovely Ashley Coffin. How you doing, Ash? I'm fantastic. I'm ready to rank and have people be mad at me and <laughs> <I'm> ready. <laughs> I love it because I feel like so many people have different opinions on these movies and TV shows. And I feel like even the three of us are very different in the ones that are our very favorites. Mm-hmm. I think we might have some similarities on our list, but it's going to be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, so we, this is a commissioned episode, right, Jeff? Yes, this is a commission. Uh, just to to kind of bring it all back into into scope, we got a uh, an email from our patron Jonathan Kim that I was just thinking: take all the movies and TV shows that came out in 2021 and rank them. So, WandaVision up to Hawkeye. All right, so that's nine properties then, in total. That is nine mm-hmm. whole properties, and I mean. I feel like there's probably going to be some bias in some directions, maybe, because if you, I don't know if you remember this, but we didn't get anything in 2020. We had an entire just like gulf of mm-hmm. no content at all where we were promised a ton of it. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> I, d- I do. Oh, I do. In fact. Totally. <laughs> so, you know, we had no content and then we had a year of tons of content and i feel like there might be some bias towards some of it to be like oh my god we finally got something it's the greatest thing i've ever seen (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah i do do think there's a i think that there's some some of that for sure like when we first got our first thing when wandavision happened it was just and it was so good that it was just like yes it's it's been so long and now you give me such good stuff it's it's like you've been starving in the desert and then they bring you whatever whatever good food is nine things like that's a good amount like it is it it wasn't like they were leaving us starving and it and it is like these kind of lists are always hard to do because you're putting it together and it is personal and it is art and art is subjective and it means something different to everybody who sees it so Mm -hmm. you know and you're having to pick your favorite kid like yeah how can how oh i did easily (laughs) (laughs) each of these properties like has a different feel to it (laughs) like a different look and feel Mm -hmm. and you know each one is a different genre and you know most of them are different genre like black widow and and um falcon and winter soldier it could be said are spy similar in genre but like for the most part it was pretty all over the place so like they all get first place, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They all get first place. Not Eternals. We were all pretty negative on Eternals, so I feel like that may be, may be near the bottom of the list, but I still enjoy the Eternals, like, the characters, and I really want to, like, I want to know more. I really meant to rewatch it before we made these lists, because I would like to give it another shot, because I've still only seen it the one time. <laughs> Every time I ask Ken, he's like, no, no, no. no. I was like, do you want to watch something we've already watched? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently Alyssa tried to watch Eternals. Since she's been in Dallas, we just haven't been able to watch the Marvel stuff together. And this is like the first movie that she tried to watch, and she was just like, yeah, I couldn't get into it. And she just like turned it off. Like, dang. 
and I haven't really like mm. I haven't even told her I didn't like it or whatever and she just she didn't make it through it so I was like man oh. that's rough just independently didn't like it yeah yeah mm. Um, I had a lot of, they didn't, it. it's not even like I didn't like it. It was just, I had a lot of friends like, I just, it was long and I just, it took on the third try of trying to watch it. I gave up because I kept mm. falling asleep, mm. stuff mm. like that. But you know what? If it, you know, everybody, art is subjective. Love it. So art is subjective. Yeah. Agreed. And it's going to be our <laughs> three opinions. Email. So <laughs> we definitely have, uh, we definitely have people out there who love it. So, uh, first, I guess I'll, g- I'll go ahead and start the lists. We're going to start from the bottom and head our way up to the top. And then we're going to combine our list to see what the MCU cast's ranking is going to be. Uh, and I will go first. My uh, last place is going to be Eternals. Oh, my God. Mine's number nine, too. What? <laughs> Same Z's. Oh, Where did you have Eternals on your list, Ash? The, it's my number eight. Number eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's cool. I think I know what her number nine is. I think I do as well. She is one that particularly she she she's put a lot of shade on this year. Um, but so so you <laughs> it's know. like an entire category. She's put a lot of shade on. We just talked about it. I don't want to like linger on the bad feelings about Eternals. And I, again, I don't think it's a bad movie. I really enjoy the characters, but I just it's does it doesn't top anything else on the list for me. Is what it right. came down like, to. If you. If you compare it to anything else that came out this year, I just don't think it it can be compared to them. Lots yeah. of for I mean, me, for me, it can't be <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, agreed. Yeah, for me, <laughs> like there there are at least like three shows and two movies that I would that I would rather watch over Eternals. <laughs> that that I can like I just like first thing I can think of uh, that came out this year mm. yeah. from Marvel you know yeah mm. and that's not to say that you know somebody else can't absolutely love the film but like there were nine properties yeah that came out this year it there is were. so difficult to rank them mm-hmm. like it's difficult to rank the MCU in general because then you've got to have like you've got to have this fight between do I like Infinity War more or do I like Endgame more? And then you you just can't. You just it's very yes. Hard. It's yes. I can. The answer is yes. They're so reliant on each other that it, the, yeah. the, it's right. difficult. Um, so it's hard to even separate those two movies for me. But uh, but yeah. So we we talked about it last week. But someone wrote that in as a uh, as a uh, episode ideas for us to fight over what's better in Infinity War or Endgame. Have, oh, like, I mean a, Infinity like War. See. You only Looking. like it more because all the yeah, heroes the died. The villain boom, got his Boom, boom, action, action. It doesn't stop. Two and a half hours feels like an, an hour and a half movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll save all my arguments for Endgame later. But, uh, <laughs> I could, I, <laughs> Am I the I only one that thinks Infinity War? I think Jeff's pretty on the fence about it. I feel... I feel... I'm going to be by it. Bearded Cap. Bearded Cap just tips it right over. <laughs> My God. I mean, to, to, to give a, I guess, we'll, I mean, we're, we're already there. We're, this is for a different cast, but the, the thing that, like, I cannot get enough of that will, there is nothing like the moment where Cap stands alone against the armies of Thanos. There's nothing yep. as epic or as special or as beautiful as that. In, His beard. Infinity War. His beard. Okay. His okay. beard Other is his beard. a mythical, magical face <laughs> creature that came out of nowhere that no one was expecting. <laughs> true. True. He's, 
<laughs> I'm just like the line. <laughs> the line that Natasha says. But like targeting Cap, like he's alone against the armies of Thanos. He's not alone. He has the beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, it's pretty good. so true. He's not alone. He's got the beard. Okay, so beard. you had what if as your as your number nine, Ash? Yes. So I, where do you have it, Jeff? I have what if as number eight. I have it as number seven. Ooh. I was actually very surprised when I really oh. just gave it thought. And I, I was just thinking about like what I enjoyed most this year, and I just really had fun with What If. I really, really did. Um, I had a blast. I didn't know. I didn't think anything. I don't know. I, I have the similar bias to Ash that I, I'm not as much of an animation person. But like, man, I, I just from week to week, like discussing the differences in those uh, in the worlds and stuff, and. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, making it up to seven and being the only animated series is big. Like I feel like that was a really high bar for them to clear for me. I mean, it's it's definitely the best animated thing that the MCU has put out. <laughs> that is definitely true, kind of by default. <laughs> but, <laughs> like not to say that I didn't like it. Like I loved What If. It was a lot of fun, but there were a couple of episodes in there that kind of felt like. They're a little bit pandery. I, I remember complaining sure. about it. They were a bit pandery, but overall, I think like they brought it back. You know, mm-hmm. they they came back to being good. It so it wasn't like you know it didn't start off good and then get worse. It just kind of like meh. Okay. I didn't think it was as strong as other yeah. No, uh, totally fair. TV outings. It was not an easy ranking ranking all these especially the ones next to each other a lot of them could have been flipped for me but uh, i'm well, trying to figure out what you have as yeah. your number eight yeah i it's a good question uh so I'm, i guess we're there because you guys have already told me your nines mm-hmm. and eights my number eight is black widow black widow yeah really? it's not that it's bad okay really yeah yeah i think that movie's just incredibly uneven i like portions of it a lot but I think it's so uneven. It it, bec- it it starts as this hard-hitting, dark, awesome thing, and it kind of just turns into like a CGI fest at the end. And I hate that criticism that constantly gets levied against Marvel, but I think in Black Widow's case, it is the most apt that it has been for any of them. Like they, People say that about superhero movies on both sides yeah. of the aisle all the time, uh, but like I feel like Black Widow was the most, the biggest swing from like, hard hitting like hard hitting content at the beginning and then just like let's have a big cgi fight and not care about characters anymore and so that yeah as much as i uh i I love parts of it and i even like the ending and i like the beginning but it's just such a especially that intro that is like so emotional Mm -hmm. and gut-wrenching yeah it's great it's like there's not a part of it that i wouldn't there's not a part of it that i would take out of the mcu it's just as a movie, it's similar to Eternals where like, I like all the parts. I like all the people in them. I like all the like characters. I like the story. I'm happy with what they're, what they're building, but it's like as a sit down and watch this movie for two hours and get a full story and feel like it felt cohesive. Both of those movies don't work for me. Like, huh. um, hmm. like a lot of Marvel movies do. 
I, f I feel like Melissa Khalil is like chomping at the bit to scream at you right now. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I am sure. Because like, I remember when that movie came out, she was like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened in yeah. the history of film. Well, art is subjective. Yeah, no, art this, is, this is our list. And uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be different than other people's lists for sure. Yeah, um, it's yeah. definitely going to generate some hate this episode oh, for sure. So where did you guys have Black Widow? Not that low. Five. Five. Uh, five. Yeah. Nice. High five. Girl power. You guys are going to have the same list except the final, the final one. The final two. Yeah. Just I doubt. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think my first two might be flipped from yours. No. No, my number three is going to be different from yours too. It's possible. Okay. I I feel like I I'm, I feel like I got your number. Well, I've already said my number three, Maybe which is I what got if. Your number, don't worry. <laughs> I said hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so are we on to the seven? Uh I think a, if, uh, yes, seven. Seven? Right. Nine, eight, seven. Yeah. That's usually how counting backwards yep. works. Is it me? I I think so. I think it's somebody. Okay, well, I have Falcon said Winter Soldier as seven. Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. Falcon Winter is seven for me. Mm, yeah. Hmm. I have it as six, so I'm right there with you. There. Um, I also have it as six. Hey! Oh, there we go. We're all pretty close. Totally. I six. That's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> what do we What do we think of Fatwas? Why was it Why was it so down the list? Because it's pretty pretty low for what it is. They and it's not even their fault. I I know that the story had some. Uh, we didn't get the story that we were originally supposed to get. It's not their fault. It's totally COVID reasons. That show. Feel like we didn't get a hundred percent. I feel like we got an eighty percent show of a storyline that was supposed to be a hundred percent story, but because of COVID and stuff, we didn't get it. Um, mm -hmm. I still loved everything that they did. I liked the characters. I felt that like towards, you know, some of the, like, like Carly, I felt like her character needed to be fleshed out a little bit more for why she was doing what she was doing and the people following her. Like it was just too cookie cutter. Okay. We get it. Like it's, it's a story that's been told over and over again, but I, right. I liked her. I liked, um, I loved Bucky. I love them working through their, their PTSD stuff and I can't wait to see what they do next. Yeah, but in mm -hmm. comparison, <laughs> yeah, right. I you know all of those all of those points are are completely accurate. Like I personally, you know, with it being at number six for me, it's like it was the same kind of you know not super powered person superhero fair in that you know it's a guy in a suit doing a thing, being a hero when he needs to be. But where it really shined, where the series, like, really, really took off is where it got to be unique in that, you know, Bucky was dealing with his trauma, dealing with, you know, hearing the, um, I don't want to call it an incantation, but you know, hearing the, the sequence of words to, mm -hmm. to activate his trigger, trigger words, freight, his trigger words uh, to, like, activate the Winter Soldier, like, Watching him struggle and fight against that and just weeping when Io says, you're free. Like, it's heart-wrenching. Watching, uh, watching Sam, you know, having the struggle of being a black man in America, but also trying to also be a, you know, trying to be a hero for the world. Like, balancing all of that and trying to keep his family afloat. Like all of those things like made it so good because it made it so personal. 
mm-hmm. for those characters. But then whenever they went off to do their superhero fighting thing, it was like, okay, this is just more of the same. Mm. Like, not that it was bad, more of the same, but like, it didn't feel unique in that moment Man. when it went to do that. Your description of it makes me sad and put higher. There's a lot of things that I wasn't not thinking about when I put it on my list as low as I did. And I like, it's right. It's basically smack in the middle of my list because the stuff above it is just stuff that I thought was just amazing. I, I think the, my, the only reason it's lower on my list and I think it has some amazing moments. I love, I love that it tackles real issues. I love the stuff with Bucky. Um, I love the, I love the, first glimpse we get of like what does a middle class superhero do when he goes back to his home and he's not Tony Stark you know what I mean like yeah like just trying to help his family stay afloat and like that's that's all just kind of real stuff and cool stuff to like tackle I really really like so much of that movie or that that series but I think like there's it just yeah I think it's the it's the issues the COVID issues there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't seem to pay off um, I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting what they are now, but there's a couple like the just completely lost threads and it kind of feels like the first couple episodes aren't telling the same story. The last couple episodes are. Yeah. yeah. Like when, uh, when Bucky was in the, in the truck saying, Oh, it's vaccines. Right. And well, it was supposed to be a virus. Mm-hmm. Right. It feels <laughs> like that was a very important line. It feels like that was a very important line in the episode. And then it just kind of was like, Oh, it, could have been anything in that truck is because there was Carly in there. Right. It just about, it just became about Carly that they kind of took away a lot of the meaning behind. And and some of the John Walker stuff felt really rushed. Like the fact that he like saves those politicians at the end while the cameras are on him. And then he's like, then they're like, Oh, he's on our side now. And just like, ah, no, no, he's still the guy who smashed a guy to death with a shield. Cap shield. Yeah. Caps shield i i just it it, it takes mm. takes me longer to forgive than that um <laughs> so some of the same problems i have with black widow actually like with i feel like alexi and the mother do not do enough to be like redeemed like they they, they don't seem contrite enough about their participation in the human trafficking of those of their girls you know mm-hmm yeah. I'll give the mom a break because she went through it so many times herself that like you just I couldn't imagine having to go through that process of the red room. She said she's been through the room several times. So it's like kind of all, you know, and you get like brought up that way. Now, Alexi doesn't have any, but like that, like mind control. Right. Well, I think it's the same thing with, I don't, I I don't know that she had the mind control thing happen to her. Did she? I don't mean mind control by like what he was doing that, but I mean, taking her when she was, uh, younger than Natasha and her, she said she was rotated through the rooms several right. times. Like that's conditioning. Right. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I even think Alexi, there's a lot of um, the way he was raised. He thinks he's doing the right thing through all that stuff. Yeah. He just believes like, he's doing what's good for his country. And yeah, like the, the, the mind control that's on Alexi is patriotism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, there, and, and, and I will say like, at least uh, with Melina, she like has the moment of like, she actually does have a moment of changing her mind. And I don't know that Alexi ever really even gets that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he yeah he's just in prison and they break him out so he's kind of on their side from then on like they're just i felt like that movie needed a reckoning and kind of the same thing with john walker and it do you do get a bit of a reckoning with john walker but then like he like goes home and makes a shield in his basement and then it's just we're on to <laughs> him coming back and being part of the i don't know i know that, i know they're setting up future things tinfoil shield yeah that's freaking tinfoil shield <laughs> i know it's all for setting up future things in the mcu like him being a u.s agent or whatever mm-hmm. but like i just haven't forgiven him and i haven't forgiven alexi <laughs> well i think that's the that's kind of the beautiful thing about alexi is that or Alexi and Melina is that like they aren't forgiven and they didn't really apologize. Like, right. It was you know it was their their job their conditioning whatever the patriotism like it's all of the things that they went through but you know they owned it and they were it seemed like they they liked having or well Alexi at least liked having the family back together kind of thing. Right. And Melina at first was just kind of like, yeah, everybody's here, so uh, whatever. Well, she had already probably called, you know. Yeah, she had already called the cops. Yeah, yeah she had. Alexi was, was all like, I, you know, I love having the family back together. And it's like, but you don't deserve this family yeah. being back together, you asshole. And he's just like, yeah, but I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, he's very, uh, I don't know, hedonistic in a way. Like, he's just after, like, what he wants and what is good for him and he doesn't seem to be caring how it affects others when he puts the girls in the hands of the government in the very beginning of the movie he doesn't even think twice like mm-hmm. he, he's not even thinking about them he's not holding yeah. them he's not saying goodbye he like runs up to yell at his superior officer and be like all right i'm ready to do this now and it's like yeah wait like you're the I'm family not a spy i'm a soldier yeah exactly and it's like no, like, but there's just no thought given at all. And I think that coldness in the beginning of the movie needed more at the end of the movie. Anyway, I feel the same way about John Walker. That's, that's, I guess, the, both of those make yeah. the, end, the end of my list or lower, lower. It's just a lot bottom half. I mean, I like all nine of these things. So it's yeah. like, not like I don't <laughs> like these things. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're going to be saying that over and over again. It's like, not saying that this was a problem or this was bad. If we just, have to rank mm-hmm. these nine, this is what we have to do. <laughs> yeah, blame yeah. Jonathan Kim. If you got to blame anybody, blame John. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, write angry letters to Jonathan Kim. <laughs> his address is no, no, no. We appreciate his patronage very, very much. I, 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 I mean, this is fun for me. I just, I don't want people to think I'm like trying to just completely change these movies because I do, I do love all nine things. <laughs> Yeah. See, it's not fun that we have, you know, it sucks that, you know, people take it that way that we have to kind of be scared to be saying our opinions about it because that takes the fun of everything. Right. So, you know, oh, be kind I'm not, I'm not scared. I am because I'm going to read those emails first and I'm going to come back with a fury. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Some people, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was probably their favorite of the nine. And it's like, yeah, that's yeah. We get that, but you know, it's hard to, it's, we're going to tiptoe around the tulips with this one. <laughs> this list. We've had messages about almost every one of them, uh, about how good they, how much someone had it as their favorite. And I think it's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So cool that they have so much diversity in their content this year that it's like, there's different stuff for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's really, really fun. The, uh, the Zemo dance is really like one of the major mm-hmm. redeeming qualities. Zemo himself <laughs> is a major redeeming quality on that show. Like he, he just he stole is. it. Fair. Sharon, Sharon Carter, who I <laughs> <laughs> he had so much swagger, mm-hmm. like 
straight up swagger. Yep. Ah, so good. He's responsible for one of the one of the better memes that have come out of the mm-hmm. past year. Twenty twenty one memes. That's he's yeah. That's all him, baby. Like the the dance, but then also when Sam's just like he's out of line. Yeah, but he's right. <laughs> like it's such a good one. Yeah, ah. he has a good intellectual understanding of the subject, but he's he's still out of line. But I don't like his face. <laughs> I like his face. <laughs> I do too. I do too. So okay, let's get to the next thing. I guess I can throw out my numbers. What are we on six? Falcon and Winter Soldier was my seven. What's your seven, Jeff? My seven is Hawkeye. Uh, that's my six. <laughs> so ours are just like <laughs> pairs of flips. Mm-hmm. As much as I liked Hawkeye, as as much fun as it was, and oh, as much as I loved seeing Vincent D'Onofrio at the end and getting, you know, the, the everything coming together, it felt like it felt like three different kinds of show. Mm-hmm. At any given point, like it was a Christmas special, it was a kid show, it was, uh, you know, this, it it was the uh, the Yelena deals with her emotions show, and Clint, like Yelena and Clint, deal with grief together show, and it was the continuation of the Netflix MCU, maybe if we want to call it that, kind of like. We got Vincent D'Onofrio back. Like it was, it felt a little disjointed. And if we had had more episodes, like more of the show, if there had been more show, maybe it could have gone through some smoother transitions. But yeah, and not you know, not even to mention Echo and everything that that she had to deal with. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. They packed a lot in Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. I have it yeah. as my uh, number five, and I, I I just had I just had to rank things on how much I enjoyed them, how much fun I had, and I just had a lot of fun for a lot of weeks with Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. it, it's just it's just really fun. Like, uh, yeah, I love I love I love every episode. I have tons of fun with the um, freaking bros and. Uh, the Jack was so good, <laughs> and I, like I think I like all the side characters, maybe even more. Um, I, I, and Yelena, of course, just absolutely killed it in her two episodes. Um, yep. Just yeah, really, really love Hawkeye a lot. So made it a little higher on my list. Where did you have Hawkeye, Ash? Six. Six. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. The. Uh... The Moving Bros was funny. Mm-hmm. That was that was funny. I would put that at funny. And I I would probably lump that in with that was the stuff that was kid show. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like box that up and put it with Kate kid show. To me it doesn't feel like kid show. Oh, you think Kate's kid show too? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think the, the whole the whole specifically mostly the the whole like, you know, look at it this way, now you don't have to go see Imagine Dragons. Like, mm-hmm. I love Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, my girlfriend. Very much. You help fix my relationship, Kate Bishop. Oh, uh, yeah, how'd it go? Okay. We're going to see whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I don't think of that show as a kid's show. I think of it as family-friendly for no, sure. No, no, no. He was just saying that's the kiddie part of it. Like, when you slice it all up, that stuff's definitely more... Yeah, no, I, I get it. I don't... 
to me, that doesn't feel like kids, though. Like, like to, to me. It's like kid humor, like 13-year-old, like, hey, we are the tracksuit mafia, he, 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 like jokey kind of stuff. Yeah, that, that you know, I hear you. seems kitty to me. To me, that doesn't feel kitty. It feels family friendly. Like, I feel that's funny to me. Like, I laughed really hard at all their parts. <laughs> it didn't feel like it was under my sense of humor. It felt like it was something I could laugh at with my, like, you know, nieces. But it didn't feel like, oh, I got to sit through this part. You know what I mean? Like, I love the tracksuits. So, they don't feel kitty to me. They feel like I, I definitely think the show is being designed, which is rare, which is something I really love. Something I really love is, and Marvel does it better than most, is they make shows that are cross-generational, you know? And I don't feel like, it's like they just do a good job of putting these characters, like Baby Groot is clearly kind of for kids, but I love watching every bit of Baby Groot. You know what I mean? Like, but Yeah, see, I don't care for any of that oh yeah oh yeah the whole baby See? Groot dancing thing please i hated it oh, i, I absolutely it. hated it i love it. it so much interesting the only no, part I that i like baby Groot in was when he brought that guy's ear or whatever when oh that was so good yeah or a toe he brings a toe yeah no yeah. give me a dull Groot all day but that's I just I like love, personal I preference yeah no oh, yeah yeah see that stuff doesn't feel like kitty to me because they treat it well. That's why I'll never want a Daredevil season four on Disney Plus. Absolutely not. It depends on how good Moon Knight is. I think for this argument, though, there's a contention over semantics. Yeah, agreed. The definition that I hold for Kitty more matches your definition of family friendly. Right. And your definition of Kitty is a bit lower base than than what mine would yeah. be, I guess. Like Kitty sounds insulting. Like it, like oh, that's that's the part they put in there for the kids, and I don't feel like the bros felt like that to me. They felt like a set of humor that could a kid could enjoy, but they didn't feel like oh, this is the kid part I need to turn my brain off for, you know. Which I agree. I think we just have different ideas of those two words. I'm trying to like I don't know of any part where the bros were there where I couldn't have turned off my brain. <laughs> I'm not saying that I can't turn off my brain. They're not like an integral part of the plot is not what I'm saying. <laughs> my point is that like, I didn't feel like, oh, this is so bad. I have to like, I, I hate watching this part or something. You know what I mean? This annoys me. I didn't hate any part of it. It's just like when categorizing them, the kitty part, the family friendly part, mm -hmm. I feel like the, the bros got lumped into there. Right. Marvel to me does this kind of movie that doesn't get made that much anymore. And it's just like the adventure story that's like cross generational. And I just think that's yeah. super fun. Like, like yeah. Indiana Jones, like has super dark parts, but it also just feels like a kid can watch it and enjoy Indy whipping his whip around, you know, as long uh, as he doesn't get all those yeah. jokes, <laughs> go back and watch Indiana Jones again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it's pretty, it gets, it definitely has some jokes. <laughs> Okay, so where, where are we get? I already at? did my five. My five was Black Widow. Yeah, I think we're. I think our five, six, and seven are all kind of meshed the same. Um, yeah, mine, my mine, five is Hawkeye. And my my seven was Hawkeye. My six was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. My five is Black Widow. Okay, okay, that's and right. Like we we, to, that's right. We, we talked about those three. A lot. So okay. on the four, uh, go ahead, Matt. What is number? I guess four? we're in the top four now. Yep, top four. I have Shang-Chi. Me too. I, I am offended at both of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended by your lack of taste. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ouch. Wait, Ouch. 
I think I think we all three oh, we have the same top four. Like they may be they're in different it positions. Is. It sounds like, but we have the same it top has, four. That's so that's fun. fun. That's fun. Yeah. So where, where's your Shang Chi? My Shang Chi is at three. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like one. You came in like I'm so <laughs> <Yeah>. offended. Yes. <laughs> I'm so offended. It needs to be one space higher. <laughs> so offended over there. So offended. Yeah. No. Like uh, I when I was when I was first coming up with you know my rankings, I was like Shang Chi is definitely no. Ah, uh, there. Ah, uh, and like I put it at number two. And then I'm typing out the list and I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm missing something. I feel like I'm missing a proper... Oh, God. How could I forget about that one? That goes yeah. right at the top. Like, mm-hmm. it, Shang-Chi is only number three because of, like, I forgot about two other properties until I started <laughs> listing them out. Me and Ken <laughs> had to talk mm-hmm. about it because I was like, what, what's between Black Widow and, and Shang-Chi? I was like, what do we think? was the better movie and we actually had a nice like 15 minute conversation about it and it was just like storyline all you know action plot wise like there were things that shang chi had that black widow just didn't as a complete and i was like oh yeah i agree yeah shang chi was just so good tight it was good like everything about it was just like the pacing was great the the acting was great the story was killer Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the effects were amazing, mm-hmm. and it, it introduced us to an entire new kind of Marvel movie too. Yeah, we got a whole we got a kung fu movie. Yeah, it's so cool. I love kung fu movies, and that's just such a fun one. Uh, it's really, really freaking good. Okay, yeah. So let's so we're, 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 let's see what we my number four. What is your number four? Since you both had Shang-Chi as your number four, Mm -hmm. uh, my number four is... I feel like I'm going to take a lot of heat. Mm -hmm. Loki. Ah! Ooh. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's my number three. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Of course it is. Loki is my number two. Ooh, I have so, a feeling I know how the rest of this is going to pan out. <laughs> I think it's starting to piece it together. Since we, have, yeah. Yeah. since we have to put everything on the list, it's starting to really come together here. <laughs> like, I'm seeing a, a few missing pieces, and I think I know where they go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Finally see the puzzle. <laughs> Finally see the puzzle. Yeah. So, Loki, I mean, I was just, it's my number it two because it's so just... It was phenomenal. It's phenomenal, but it's also, like, so up my alley, like, all day. Like, time travel... Uh, variants, time travel, multiple, <laughs> multiple, uh, alternate realities. Like it is just my, like a, an agency. Like this could have not been connected to the MCU, and I still would have loved the idea of this like time agency running around and someone trying to break free and not be uh pruned. You know, like that's already yeah. such a that's a fun story. I would watch regardless of the MCU. And yeah, the know. fact that it was Loki inside of that was mm-hmm. just like even better yeah even freaking yes. better so freaking good man absolutely love it i just i had to put it at number four because it didn't have uh a real uh, appearance of thor uh where they could have what about sure. sylvie and um Owen Wilson never said, wow. He almost did. He said he did. something that sounded exactly like, wow, but didn't want to give us everything. <laughs> it was really close. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah, so yeah. close. No, like, there's nothing that I can say that's like actually bad about Loki. Mm-mm. Like, 
you can't. <laughs> it's just like I. Yeah. It's it's a personal preference. Like I didn't like it as much as the my top three. I totally yeah. hear that. I totally Ugh. hear that. And it's yeah. It it's not an. I easy... feel like four is too low for it. Can I like put it in a tie for number two? Because <laughs> I want my no. top two to tie. No, you can't. All right. Well, then let's go to three threes. Uh, Loki. Loki for you. Okay. I've got <laughs> Wandavision as my third. <laughs> Sorry, Arf. I like Loki better. Off. It's not that I, don't, I Wanda- love WandaVision, but I like I like Loki better. That's yeah. fair. WandaVision's my second. Okay. WandaVision is also my second. And what can, what about so one WandaVision's all within two and three. That's cool. So what do yep. we what do y'all think about WandaVision? What's your thoughts? Oh my WandaVision god. WandaVision was just so amazing. Like it was really unlike any other show that I had seen. Mm-hmm. It was dark like they had the hokey parts in there but the underlying message was so dark that i was actually surprised that they went there with it being the first disney show like i can see why it wasn't supposed to be Mm -hmm. but doing it that way kind of like set a bar for me that i expected everything else to kind of fall on that bar's line and like i guess when hawkeye didn't or when other things were just a little too you know campy for me yeah i was just thinking back to wandavision i'm like how did we deviate from this we were doing so well (laughs) we got we got tracksuit mafia but we started with wanda choking out a whole town yeah, <laughs> and keeping all the kids in their beds where they belong. <laughs> With WandaVision being like so, the the things I like about WandaVision so much is like it was so dark. Yes, that was a change from any TV show or any feel that we had in the MCU. But also, they did such a damn good job of keeping that mystery alive right up till the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Agnes, we, Agnes, Agatha, Agatha like, all along is like a revelation. So freaking good. Doing each episode in the different, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, time was era. perfect. Going back and using the same things that they did with bewitched with the strings and yep. going back and filming it the way that it was. It was so authentic. Yep. Yeah. It was yep. awesome. I agree completely. Like, it looked exactly like it. It felt like it. The writing was it, like it was perfect. Everything about it was perfect in the mystery. And I think a, a large, I mean, there, you know, it could be, could be biased. Like part of the reason I want to, I wanted to put it in number one was there's a lot of, uh, a lot of emotion tied up in that, in that, you know, it was the first thing that we got after a year but also for all of those nine weeks in between, or well, the eight weeks in between the episodes, we all came to the, to the whiteboard as a community to discuss what we thought about the show and where it was going. And like that brought us as fans together. Agreed. And yeah. The, the Mephistork of it all. The mm-hmm. Mephistork of it all. I still have people tagging me that, on our Facebook page when they go back and watch it or watch it for the first time that they hear it. <laughs> yep. There is a whole Ashley is right. Ashley was right. Hashtag. <laughs> I like it. Hashtag Ashley was right. Mm-hmm. I knew she was a villain. Oh yeah. Cause Mysterio, <laughs> Mysterio was right. Thanos was right. Ashley was right. That seems to make sense. <laughs> oh, somebody get me a gauntlet. Please. <laughs> <laughs> WandaVision's freaking amazing. 
the only reason I think it's further down the list for me, for me, that show is not as rewatchable to some degree as the others. Uh, as as Loki, and, and, but as the others, I just say Loki because I I just really enjoy rewatching Loki, and I like WandaVision a lot. But the so much of it's tied up in the mystery. So much of the fun for me was the mystery that when I go back and rewatch it, I'm kind of like the the beats don't hit the same. Right the the reveals don't hit the same. Yeah yeah yeah. But as a person who has watched WandaVision through three times a now, bunch of times yeah. <laughs> It's the only one I've watched twice. Yeah, it's... I've watched Loki a couple few times. It's like, WandaVision, it hits different every time you watch it. Because I know what the reveal is, so you're looking for other right. things, looking and you see another. a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. You see a little bit more. You get a little more context every time. Like, I, I love that about WandaVision. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a great good. show. I, I love it so much. Um, okay, and... Number one, we can say it, it all together. Like we all have the same unanimously. Unanimously say it. Three, two, one. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Way, home. way home, baby. What can we say that we haven't said in the last four weeks? There's not much else to say about it that yeah. we haven't. It's amazing, just like Spider-Man. It's spectacular. <laughs> Stupendous. <laughs> Superior. No wait, that's Doc Ock. The fact that we had this many great shows this year and sony was able to pull off what they pulled off with no way home and it'd be the top of all three of our lists i actually didn't expect that i thought i thought wandavision might or uh whatever. i thought wandavision was going to be at the top of ashley's list yeah 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 i thought so i have too. to be true to myself yeah no That's way fair. home is so freaking yeah good. it was so good i mean like if i wasn't my age it might not have been hmm oh yeah there yeah it might be a little bit of bias coming from like you know, when we were kids, mm-hmm. that's when Toby Defoe happened. and mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you've already quoted Boondock Saints a couple of times tonight, <laughs> and I've let it go. I haven't said anything. <laughs> but like another great Willem Defoe movie, like I get, I see, I get it, I get you. I'm right there with you. <laughs> to tiptoe through the tulips with these assholes. <laughs> Symbology. (laughs) Symbolism. Uh, But Willem Dafoe got to eat the entire scenery, all Mm -hmm. of it. Again, gobs just heaping mouthfuls of of the scenery. (laughs) He wasn't just chewing. Mm -hmm. That's why they fixed so many things. Right? They fixed things from past, like, past franchises when they shattered his mask i was like oh yes when he smashed (laughs) it in the uh, this mask that stood up against tons of stuff just easily gets tossed to the side and broken just like it deserves to be (laughs) (laughs) show me his face (laughs) show me his face Mm -hmm. but then i okay if you were to tell me in 2014 that there was going to come a time, there was going to come a movie that would make me want to see a continuation of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man movies, I would have told you you were a fucking liar. Like, there's absolutely <laughs> no way. I have a feeling if he does his own standalone one, we're all going to be quickly reminded. 
<laughs> no, just kidding. Sony's going to be like, ah, oh, they said it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Let's make I'm another kidding. one. As long as they let Marvel be involved and like, yes, hopefully they've learned their lessons about how to make a Spider-Man movie and they could make like uh, a really cool thing. Yeah. Back off. <laughs> Back off Sony. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it. It seems like they took some of the things about Spider-Man three with Toby, where he got goth, <laughs> where he went emo. They kind of took those things of like when he went mean, I guess, and put that on Andrew. Because um, mm-hmm. Andrew was like, you know, I I got mad. You know, I stopped pulling my punches. Like, that's a not only is that a thing that I want to see, like, I want to see him mm-hmm. get that dark, but I feel like we didn't get there. Mm-hmm. And they kind of took that from when Toby was being a jerk. Yeah. The symbiote. But it's a very common Spider Man story. Yeah. yeah. With a lot of in- incarnations. And I love that we got that because, like, we never got to the Raimi trilogy doesn't end on a cliffhanger. And I feel like. The Amazing Spider-Man ends with just like it is such a downer. It is such a downer. Gwen yeah. Stacy's death, and you're just like, and it's just over, and like yeah. there's yeah. no resolution. And so to get, get, let him let him have that like that full little speech about what happened to him afterwards was so cool, so so cool. Yeah, yeah. And Electro got to actually be like threatening, mm-hmm. like really threatening. Yeah. Because somebody who's made out of lightning is a terrifying prospect. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's so good. Anyway, well, that's, that's our list, you guys. I guess I made the, uh, the finale list here. We have one tie in our, in our add-up here. Uh-oh. So wonder you, what that is. <laughs> our, our one tie is we have to choose between Hawkeye and Black Widow. How can we resolve that? What do you guys think? Black Widow. Black I've Widow's got Black better. Widow above Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. I will. I will. I will give it to you guys. <laughs> I will not fight you on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you can't argue with Natasha looking at him dead in the face and being like, "Thanks for trying." Uh, Smash face. Uh, <laughs> and it's like. Two episodes of Yelena or a whole movie of Yelena? Oh, yes. Please yeah. give me a whole mm-hmm. movie of Yelena. I feel, yeah. I, I love her. So many things. pockets. So many pockets. All she right. has that, I know, right? It's <laughs> such a poser. Like, ah, uh, so many good things in there. Our final list is Eternals, What If, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Loki, WandaVision, and then Spider-Man No Way Home. I like it. I like it too. You know, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Like what didn't you care for? No, it's <laughs> it's it fine. Any I'm, I'm okay from his. <laughs> I watched no, your no. You, he said something because I saw your face smush up like it does. Shang-Chi's too low. Shang-Chi mm. was too low. But ag- weird. But again. Oh yeah, that's is just it, th- it was four instead of three. It's one one off from yours. <laughs> And again like, with these, like, I'm looking at my list like, oh my god, it must be like, what? What place? Be reasonable, man. I can't. I love Shang-Chi so much. Yeah. Well, you should have put I it think, first then. I think I can't. Because Spider-Man was so good. Like, you, the, the unreasonable one here is Jonathan Kim. You cannot... He made us choose. You can't rank these in it's one hard. list. Like, Even though we did. 
We did. No, thanks, Jonathan. We did. Shang Thank Chi. you, Jonathan. <laughs> Shang Chi is the best kung fu movie. Just like screw you, Jonathan. <laughs> also, kung, wait, did you say kung fu movie in the yeah. MCU? Right, Shang Chi, best kung in, fu movie in the MCU. In the MCU, sure. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what What would you say? Kung Fu Hustle. What's What's your favorite? Absolutely. Oh God, it's so hard. I probably Hero with Jet Li. Hero is and, really good. Uh, and from Shang Chi, the guy who plays his dad, Tony. I can't remember his name. Tony Leung. And what's that adorable? Uh, Jackie Chan's niece. What's her name? Zing Zing Zhang. I don't know. She was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon too. Okay. Oh, the right, really right. pretty one, not Michelle Yao. The lady from uh, the lead. The lead for Memoirs, uh, Memoirs of, of a Geisha. Geisha. Yes, yes, I know who you're talking about. She's Jackie Chan's niece. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes Rush Hour different. Yeah. Well, why huh. do you think she got the job? Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, the nepotism of of the arts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> All right, Zhang guys. Zhang Z. Yeah. Z. I was way off. Zhang Z. Zhang Z. All right, guys. Well, I think that's about all we got on this one. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, We will be back very soon with more Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Peace. Until next time, time, true believers. Damn it. Bye! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.